found a love for me, darling. Just dive right in, follow my lead. Well, I found a girl, beautiful and sweet. I never knew you were someone waiting for me. Just kids when we fell in love, not knowing what it was. I will not give you up this time, But darling. Just kiss me slow. Your heart is all I own, and in your eyes, your hope in mine, baby. I. Hello and welcome to another podcast. Wow. Another week, another another dollar. Another I... week, another $5. Another another guest. Another guest, another chance to delve in delve. to someone's past, you know? Yeah. Tie a rope off and just just get just, you know, just dive right in, you know? Just dive right in. Yeah. Yep. Uh so I, I guess we need to introduce ourselves first. Um I'm Andy. Uh, yes. Your host. Mm-hmm. His name is Andy. Yes. Claves Garcia. Okay. Sometimes some you know the the really the really close friends they call him they just call him Claves Claves. They drop the Andy. They drop the Garcia. They just call him Claves okay. Claves. Yep. You know, but you gotta be you gotta be really tight with them to do that. Oh, but anyways, I guess I'm I'm Derek Schneider. Yes. Um. Also, your host. Uh-huh. And this week our guest is. Tanisha Davis. Do I need a last name? Uh, Middle name would be good as well. Uh, I don't give that out really. You don't give that out. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're not asking you to give it out. We're just asking you to like just say kidding. it. It's once. it's Siobhan. 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 Tanisha Siobhan Davis. Yep. Awesome. We're here with you, mixing it up in the studio. It's going great. It's going. So uh you know let's let's start off with uh with the same question we always start off with what was growing up like where did you grow up who did you grow up with siblings parents situation what what are what are your your fondest memories of childhood just everything you know? just <laughs> take us through your whole life well i grew up in the city of chicago um i lived with my mom and my stepdad um who is just my dad, and two brothers. Um, yeah, I my mom married my stepdad when I was three. I've known him since I was one. So that was our household growing up. Both of my parents are in the church. I grew up, so I grew up in the church. Uh, yeah, that's the dynamic of my family. I have a lot of siblings. I have seven in total 
my biological dad has some kids over there. So he lives in Georgia. Um, he is married right now. Yeah. Awesome. So did, did you guys all live together? Um, so my mom, my stepdad, and then two of my brothers, we all live together. Gotcha. Cool. So cool. that's my, like, when I talk about my family, it's that dynamic. And are, are you the oldest? And, yeah, of my mom's kids, yes. Um, I am my biological father's second oldest. Awesome. But, so we grew up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Were you guys, did you grow up in the church? Were you, were you, was your family a part of the church mm-hmm. when you were young? Yeah, so my mom got baptized, I think, when I was nine months um, so right after she had me, she was 19 and yeah, got reached out to, got baptized, found her a husband and they got married and they raised me. Nice. So you were the older sister to two brothers. Two brothers. What yep. was that like? Very interesting. I mean, I grew up a tomboy cause I, I have mostly brothers. I just, I have all brothers and one sister. Um, all like mostly boy cousins it's just a lot of men in in my family but so I grew up just roughhousing and playing video games and reading comic books just a bunch of not typical I guess girl type stuff but my brothers and I are really close so um it's a little bit of an age gap but they're my best friends growing up still are so Awesome. So did they get you into stuff? Or were you like, I kind of want to read these comic books. And they were like, wow, hmm. you're reading comic books. It's a good question. My dad is really into comic books and video games and action movies and stuff. So I think he just imprinted that on all of his children, basically, because we all love it. My mom just deals with it. She will, she will entertain it because we love it. But the four of us are really... My my whole family came down here last weekend to see Black Panther together. So oh nice. That's that's how we roll. It's a great movie. It was great. Phenomenal. Great movie. How many times did you see Black Panther? Three right now. Three three currently. <laughs> Planning on it is still in more. theaters. It's still yeah. in theaters. Yeah. Wow. So, so you said there was a bit of an age gap. How much between the two brothers? So the older one. He was born in 99, so four years, and then five years from, from my youngest brother. Cool. Yep. So one, one is in college. Oh, he's graduating. So he's, he's graduating. about to be, yeah, And the other one is in high school. Yep. Nice. They, they're up in Chicago still? Mm-hmm. Both of them still, yep. Trying to get one of them to move down here. That so. would be fantastic. That'd be awesome. We could interview him. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. Yeah. Cool. Wait, would he go to Parkland, U of I? Is that, I mean, uh, so probably at... Parkland. Do Pathways, maybe. Excellent. Parkland's See? a great school. It is. Phenomenal. phenomenal school. Phenomenal. They gave me a it's, job. It's a phenomenon. Well, we can uh, um, talk about kind of just how you going through school, you know, middle school and high school and how that kind of experience was uh, growing up. Yeah, I, I was an awkward kid. I'm still awkward, but uh, I like to think I grew out of it a little bit. Um, I was very, very quiet. Um, didn't really, like I had my small group of friends and that was just it. I didn't really go outside of that. Um, I went to more of the like ac- like higher academic schools, like the, the 
what are they called? I don't know. The special programs. I can't even remember. But um, so I went to a lot of the schools that the kids in my neighborhood, they weren't at. Like they're at some of the, you know, like the neighborhood schools or the um, easier schools. But my parents always wanted me to be academically challenged. And so I have to go a little farther, which was always interesting because my friends weren't like in my neighborhood. Um, so that was interesting. But um, yeah, middle school. I don't know. I feel like I blocked a lot of middle school out. But um, for seventh and eighth grade, I actually was in a high school for middle school. It was a special uh, academic program. So that was interesting because like seventh grade, I was surrounded by like high schoolers um, and people older than me. And I feel like that's it just kind of continued from there. I was always around people older than me. Um, So that was really interesting. I feel like I matured a lot faster than some of my like neighborhood friends um but it is it was very academically challenging which I liked um but yeah I I don't know it was very I didn't deal with a lot of the like drama or fighting or like mean girl type stuff like we were just all really smart and did our work and went home so and you said you were so were you doing high school level like stuff in Mm -hmm. seventh and eighth grade yeah wow impressive yeah i took the act for the first time in seventh grade (laughs) wow do you mind sharing your score a 17 on that one and that particular test wow yeah in seventh grade yeah thankfully it got better in high school but well yeah i mean when you're in seventh (laughs) grade and you take the act yeah bro it's like anything above 15 is like (laughs) wow yeah that's wild i was i i don't know i'm still dumb but in seventh grade like (laughs) that would be wild so you're saying you're pretty smart then i used to think i was grad school kind of sucks that out of you okay cool so so you went from chicago to missouri yes um and what what made you want to go to missouri is um i was just a very prideful senior in high school and um I think at that time, like, my relationship with my family was just, it was just weird. It was a weird dynamic. We were fighting a little bit more than usual, and um, so I was very much so, like, I want to leave. I want to get out. I want to live on my own, see the world, and then move to the cornfields of Missouri. But uh, they also had, like, the top journalism school, and like I said, I thought that I was going to be a top journalist. (laughs) Um, So I applied to that school and only that school and uh by the time I realized I was being prideful it was too late and I was there but God worked it out it was a great experience but uh Missouri is very different (laughs) than Chicago yeah for sure uh so you were there for four years yeah 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 um how was that like just being away from your family and were you in a campus ministry at that point in Missouri Mm mm-hmm yeah, um, so I moved and just immediately was a part of the campus ministry. But um, I think college was just a was it's just a weird time in my in my discipleship. Like I just wasn't really like before I moved. I was really reliant on my parents' faith. I think like I I grew up in the church, and so I don't think I like built any convictions on my own. So college was just like super overwhelming for me because I never moved away from home um and I like I lived 
in a dorm, tiny little dorm with my high school best friend, but still it was different than having my own room for 18 years. Um, and she, she wasn't a disciple. So that was just testing in and of itself. But, um, yeah, so I had a lot of anxiety when I like got there. Um, I was like, Oh, never mind. Like I quickly realized I was like, ah, I probably should have stayed home. But, um, cause I, I am really, really close to my family and didn't like the idea of being six hours away. Um, so my first semester was rough. Like I barely went to class, barely left my dorm. Um, just kind of hung out with my friends a lot. And as you can probably guess, I did not do well that semester. So that was a wake up call. Um, and so I think after that, like, it gradually got better. Like, I had to learn how to be independent, which I don't think I really learned that before I moved away from home. So, but it came to me eventually. Yeah. For sure. Um, and so then you came to U of I mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. So what, what are you studying at the university? I am getting my master's in social work. Um, my undergrad, I did women and gender studies. And social justice. What made you want to just to be closer, or was it? What was the reason of coming to you? Oh no, I love this school. Like I think I wanted to apply to this school, like for undergrad. But like I said, I was like, no, it's too close to home. I gotta get out of here. But all of my friends from high school came here, um, and so I visited here a lot, like over my four years of college, and just knew that I loved it down here, and. Uh, my mom went to the School of Social Work at UIC in Chicago, so I was like, I'll go to the one in Champaign to be a little different. Um, yeah, and it's like, it's a happy medium. It's close enough and far away enough from home. Yeah. So next May, I will have my master's degree, hopefully. Wow. That's awesome. Next May. So this May coming up or one, around, one more around the 20, bed? 2019. 2019. All mm-hmm. right. That's awesome. A master's degree in social work. Yeah, it's great. And you got you got a job at Parkland. Yeah, in the counseling center. Mm-hmm. Those guys are those guys are the real heroes. Yeah. So why why social work? Why did you want to get into social work? <laughs> um, I actually was very like not wanting to do social work for a long time because my mom is a social worker. Um, so I wanted to, I was really into like art and photography and all that stuff in high school. And so I wanted to be a photojournalist and like work on like the red carpet or something, like just be living my best life. But um, so I went to the University of Missouri pursuing journalism. I was in the journalism school uh, two weeks in the t- into the semester. I hated it. And I was like, no, this is this is not for me. This is too much. Um, but I knew, I knew that I wanted to help people. I think I was just torn between fame and whatever, but, um, so yeah, I, I tried communications. Um, I tried a bunch of majors in my freshman year, but eventually I got, I took one social work class and I was like, all right, I guess I'll humble out and be like my mom. So, um, yeah, it, it was something that my mom always was like, you just, just do it. Um. And so, yeah, that's why my undergrad is not in social work, because I kind of waited too long. <laughs> but so I got that, like I said, in women and gender studies. And um, my grandpa was a big influence on me, like sticking to social work, because he was really excited that I 
switched, so it's stuck. Now I'm in it. So you're in it. Don't turn it back now. Don't turn it back. Got got a job. A little over a year. You got a job. Yeah. You're in it. Yeah. That's awesome. What would your ideal job be in social work? I would probably like to have my own practice, my own counseling center. I think that would be really cool. It's uh, it's pretty attainable, I guess. Right now, it doesn't seem like it, but that would be that would be really fun. Or I'd like to be a therapist for like celebrities. Still get my little foot in Hollywood over there. <laughs> little last little like they need it. That would be <laughs> you would not be short of work. So you're in social work. You could do counseling like like a psychologist. Mm-hmm. So you'd sit yeah. down. People talk about what's going on. You help them work through that. Yeah. Yeah, talk about their problems, try to find solutions if I can, but we'll see. <laughs> we will see. Would you ever want to do something like like family counseling? Because I know yeah. there's a lot of different avenues within counseling you could take. Yeah, I'd like to do marriage and family uh, counseling, um, kind of like some mediation type stuff, working with families to work through all the problems and mess, so... Uh, that's kind of the road that I want to take right now. So we'll see. I'm taking a marriage and family therapy class right now, though, and it's uh, really interesting. So I'm like, ooh, maybe families are a lot more than just one person. But yeah. That could be helpful for like people in the church, too. Yeah. Very helpful. Yeah. Very, very helpful. Which is an interesting thing because... I know people, I know disciples who have gone to counseling outside and sometimes their experience is great. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they get advice that just doesn't yeah. quite line up with the Bible. Uh, but you could be yeah. that counselor that also has that faith and that those mm-hmm. convi- those same convictions. Yeah. Um, have it, Just even in your experience in classes, has that been kind of like, has they, have those kind of like rubbed edges, like rubbed elbows ever, like what the Bible teaches, what you believe in, what your convictions are, and then what you're learning to, like, counsel people in and what you're learning to, like, the advice that you're going to give people? Yeah, I think it kind of overlaps sometimes. I mean, I'm not, like, working with real, real clients right now. Like, we do practice stuff, but, uh, yeah, some of the stuff is really hard. Like, you're dealing with, like, addictions and, you know, some of their steps don't really, like, align with the Bible and... um some of the advice, like we try to be as least like restrictive as possible. And, um, a lot of the times that means like advising them to do things that aren't as honest or, or I don't know. There's been a couple of times where we've had to like hide things from, from one of our clients, especially in family therapy, you hide stuff a lot, which that's been the hardest thing, um, is keeping secrets from clients. Because that just is not who I am. But it comes up. Yeah. Wow. So how do you, I mean, how do you feel about all that? Like what what conviction have you built or are building? Yeah. Um, I think that's part of the reason why I would like to have my own practice. Because then you can kind of do things your own way. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and obviously, like, I would like my faith to be a, a huge part. Like, even, like, if I just served disciples, like, that would be ideal. Like, that would be a dream for me. So, um, but I have definitely like, there have been times where, you know, like I'm, I'm on a team of counselors. And so if, if there is a situation where, you know, like, um, 
a client is not wanting to tell like their partner or something like I would just have to pass that on to someone else in the team because I won't do it and it's it's completely fine to be like I that's not how I work I don't keep secrets so refer you to someone else wow so they really just within the counseling world they've set up systems to where you can have your own beliefs and your own convictions and not have to violate those Mm -hmm. to be the counselor that somebody needs you to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as you, I mean, you can't like force, you know, I can't force like my beliefs on someone else, but if I'm working with a population that believes what I believe, then it kind of works out. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Um, And so Obviously, disciple through the first four years of college. Mm-hmm. I've, um, I've been a disciple since I was 15. 15. Yeah. 15, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's incredible. That's pretty, pretty early. Um, you, were, you, were in, you were in high school by then? Yeah. It was right before my sophomore year. Wow. So oh, making a decision that young, how did that, how did that all come about? I think it was originally out of like fear like I was super scared of just like not going to heaven one day but I think also um I went to teen camp every year that I could since fifth grade and um camp like played a really big role in just building like some of my convictions um but it was really interesting because I so I was in the downtown Chicago ministry the then downtown Chicago ministry and there were no other teenage disciples and so I didn't really know what that looked like or you know how a teen disciple would act or study the bible um but I think I knew that um I wanted to be an example and um I wanted to give it a try so um it took me like a year to study the bible I started my freshman year of high school um and yeah I think eventually just clicked that uh, if someone had to be the first to do it, it was going to be me. So. Wow, so who, who did you study with? Um, my mom, uh, a woman named Jamila, and not that Jamila. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Jamila Waddell, though. <laughs> Shout out to Jam Bam Fam Slam. <laughs> um, and a woman named Jessie. They were the two of the couples that were, we didn't have teen leaders, so they were just helping out. In the teens at the time, so the, those three women studied with me. Nice. And what was what was the thing that was like a the real turning point for you in the studies? You know, I feel like everybody they study for different reasons or whatever, but mm-hmm. at some point they're like, "Wow, like I'm doing this because I think I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like mm-hmm. I think I need to make the decision to be a disciple for the rest of my life." Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that point for you? What was what was it? Um, I think it was during the sin study, um, like the part where you like, you know, write out your sin list and confess all your sins. Like I had to do it to my parents, which was terrifying. Um, and I think at that point it clicked in my head that being a good person wasn't enough. Um, that you actually had to live out the things that I was reading in the Bible and I would, but I think it was one of those, you know, like Sundays, you know, I was being super Christian and when I was at teen events or like at Devo or at camp, um, but like the days where I would, when I was at school, it wasn't like that. I was living kind of like a double life. Um, and so I think I realized that I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to live my life for Jesus. So 
2010, eight years ago. 2010, turning eight. What what day? June 27th. June 27th. So you're you're coming up on eight years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. It's crazy. It's really crazy to think about, actually. Yeah. And you talked about it a little bit, uh, just about the college experience, but um, how was it like going through high school and, and college as a disciple and the challenges and the stuff like that? Yeah, I feel like high school wasn't too terrible. I went to a... Um, I don't know. It was like kind of an artsy school, kind of a, it was kind of split. Like we had different buildings. So there was an art building, there was a sports building, and then like just an academic where all the like math and science people were. Um, But I spent most of my four years in the arts building. Um, And so they're all like really open-minded. And a lot of my friends would come with me to like devos and stuff like that. So I feel like people were a lot more like accepting and, and understanding about it in in high school so it was easier to just kind of be myself um as opposed to college where I was just in the bible belt and exposed to a lot of different things um so I think college is when I was like oh like I kind of was taken out of my little like safe uh downtown Chicago high school bubble (laughs) yeah yeah cool um and how many so you went to Missouri how many like uh, campus students were there at that time? When I first started, it was close to 50. When I left, it was around 10. Wow. Yeah. That's a 10 change. or 12. Wow, did, did a lot of people graduate? Yeah, a lot of people graduated. A lot of people chose not to stay in the church. Right, right. So. right. Just like comparing, you obviously uh, experienced some of like the teen uh stuff with the champ or the Chicago church mm-hmm. and then the the campus ministry in Missouri mm-hmm. and then you came here mm-hmm. um what are like the differences kind of the similarities and that you experienced it's a good question um I feel like in the teens I was a little bit more all over the place uh by the time I graduated from high school there were two other teen disciples in my ministry but um there's a lot of different uh, sister churches in Chicago. So we would just kind of ministry hop. And so I think I always felt connected to other teen disciples in that sense. Um, in Missouri, I think it was a little harder. Uh, we were the only church for uh, a couple of hours. And um, I think the ministry kind of on and off struggled with like unity. Um, we, were, we were all really independent people, super independent. And so uh, we all liked to do our own thing. We liked our me times <laughs> a lot. Um, and so I think coming here, um, I just really loved being in a ministry, still love being in a ministry that likes being together and spending time together and is really outwardly focused. I don't think I was outwardly focused much at all um, in Missouri. But uh, yeah, I think moving here helped my discipleship a lot as far as like just the size difference how do you think that how do you how do you feel about that yeah that's it's a little overwhelming at times I think sometimes still I walk into Devo and I'm like okay (laughs) gotta gotta get ready um I just learned that apparently I'm extroverted but if I am I'm the type of extrovert that needs to recharge after being around people for a long time and so we hang out a lot here (laughs) Um, which is awesome. I love it, but it's just, it just looks very different. Um, 
I think even my friends from Missouri will like comment on like a snap or a photo occasionally and be like, who are you? Like, who is this woman? Why is she hanging out with people? You have friends? What the heck? Wow. Um, <laughs> so it's very different. Yeah. And so you, you, uh, I've seen this test that you guys been taking. Mm-hmm. What, what are your letters? E N F P T. Huh? Well, hold on. What's the T? That's a new one to me. Oh, no, no, no. It's T or J, right? Yeah. No, it's P or J. I think it's T or R, maybe. What? Did they add a letter? For those wondering, this is a like a personality test. Yeah, yeah. this is the Myers-Briggs. Briggs. Yeah. yeah. It's like dash T. I think. What was your like label? Because I don't really know what like, the, the label. campaigner. The campaigner. Yeah. Denies you for president. Yeah. Mm-mm. I was. I took it. I was apparently the entertainer. Huh. Which I didn't really agree with because it's like you're super emotional and like. I guess I'll trust it. I still don't trust it. No. And I'll take it. I think the, the introvert, extrovert part is what I have the hardest time with because I've never seen myself as an extrovert. But maybe since moving here. I think moving here has just changed me a lot. But Yeah. Because I love my house and being at home. Yeah. Speaking but. of your house, um, you live in an apartment here with I do. Uh, another disciple. Mm-hmm. And your dog. And my dog, my um, child. Your dog, China. <laughs> China Lay. China's the best. Um, how has it been living with a, another disciple in the campus ministry? That's cool. It's very different. I lived in a sister's household in Missouri. And so it's always surrounded by women. And we were just always together and always doing stuff. Um, but I think my apartment now is is very different. I think the two of us are just very, very different people. Um and so home is, is very quiet now. I mean, except for China and I. We're just super loud and probably really annoying. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think my apartment now just feels so much more, like, adulty and, like, grown up. Um, oh, no. I know. <laughs> it's really weird. But I, I like it, though, because, like I said, like, I need to recharge a lot. Yeah. So it's nice to go home to quiet because that was not the case in Missouri. You would yeah. come home to all types of stuff. How many girls were in that house? There were four of us. Four. Of us. <sighs> That's not too bad. That's not too bad it's, at all. No, yeah. It was a four-bedroom, two floors, so. How many bathrooms? Two. Good. Yeah. Good stuff. China, your dog. <laughs> yes. Who is sweet and adorable. Yes, the love of my life. How China? long have you had China? Uh, five years. She just turned five. She just turned five. So you got her when she was born. Mm-hmm. Wow. How'd that work out? It's a very <laughs> random story. Um, so I had a dog named Peanut, um, Peanut, who was the original love of my life. Um, but he, I don't know if he got taken or wandered off and taken, but he was taken. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it really sucked a lot. Oh, and man. so. I was super heartbroken and was like, I vow to never love or have a dog again. Um, I'm really dramatic. But um, my mom also really loved him. And she's also very dramatic. But we just cope in very different ways. And so one day she just came home with this little rat looking dog. And (laughs) I was like, I don't want it. I was getting ready to go off to college anyways in a couple months. And um, yeah, I was like, I don't like that. You can, that's yours. You can keep it. <laughs> that's She's, yours. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that thing you got. She is super annoying. I, yeah, I did not like her. And so 
whatever. Like she grew on me a little bit. Um, and then I went off to school and was like, kind of miss my dog. Um, and so my parents were like, okay, here. And so then I took her and, um, she's actually a like registered support animal, which means that she calms like anxiety and can detect a couple different things. So she's kind of useful. So, okay. So peanut, what kind of dog is peanut? He was also a toy poodle. Okay. He's a toy poodle. Where did your mom find this dog? Who's a certified service dog? Oh, I, I got her trained. Oh, oh you got her trained. Mm-hmm. Where at? In Chicago or? In Missouri. In Missouri. Mm-hmm. How do, what is that process like? Like, what, do you, what does she have to do? She had a lot of very expensive classes. I, I never stayed. There were a couple of them where I would have to, like, pretend like I was in distress or pretend to, like, panic or something so she could know what to pick up on. But... I think she just naturally started to pick up on what actually stressed me out and what stresses me out. And when I'm like sad or something, it's the cutest thing. Like a couple of the girls have seen it. Like if she thinks you're sad, she comes up to your chest because there's a couple different like pressure points. She puts her little paws on them and just rubs like your face or like in your neck or whatever. It's really calming and the cutest thing. So you're telling me if I come over to your apartment and I act upset mm-hmm. this little dog mm-hmm. is gonna like do something very specific mm-hmm. to make me feel better mm-hmm. wow yeah it's the best how long how long has she been trained um since my junior year so like two two three years this is still like fresh in her mind like she can still she yeah. still does it she still does it not as much because mostly just because i don't need it as much anymore but um yeah, there's been times where, like, we're having, like, a D group or D time at my house, and she's like, all right, China to the rescue, which Aww. is really funny. It definitely, like, lightens the mood. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. I, wow, I typically I don't that. like curly-haired dogs, but yeah. China is the cutest. <laughs> she's got the color to her. Yeah. Which, you know, she's not just, like, a white poodle. Like, she's got, like, a... Yeah, she has a, like, she has a weird brown tint to her. Like, caramel, yeah. It's cool. Wow, she's a certified, what, service dog for anxiety, for... Emotional support animal. Emotional support animal. So I can take her, like, on a plane. I don't have to pay, like, I don't have to pay, like, the deposit and pet rent and stuff. No way. So it's kind of an investment. Yeah, it was worth it. Because it gets expensive having a dog. Yeah. Living in apartments. Wow, Take a mental note, people who have pets. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. What made you want to do that? Like, what? How'd that come about? Um, it's a good. So I was seeing. I don't care about sharing this. I was seeing a counselor at the time, and she was like, "Well, what makes you happy?" And I was like, "My dog and pizza." Like, I don't know. Um, and she was like, "Well, like, have you ever considered this? Like, it's really, really easy. Like." Some people, you don't even have to go through the classes, honestly. Like, you can just get them registered, which is not as helpful for you. But um, she was like, the this place has classes, and you can take them to her, take her to them. Um, yeah, she thought it would be a good idea. Um, the original plan was for me to have her in the dorms, but uh, it wasn't necessary because I just decided to move out. So, yeah. Wow, it's that simple. Yeah. It's very, very easy. Yeah, mental no there. 
Holy Are, cow. Can cats do that? Yeah, it can, it can be any animal. Honestly. Like a fish? Like, yeah. yeah if, if I was going to go gerbil. <laughs> you just went straight for the one fish. They can't even think past three seconds. If you wanted it to be a fish, like I know a woman who had like a chicken. Yeah, she had a chicken. Wow. An emotional support chicken. Wow. Does it do, would it do the same thing China would do? Like, no. But it's like talons it just on your... you softly. <laughs> it would just... <laughs> <laughs> very affectionately affectionate pecking yeah yeah some people just need their like presence but yeah. um, i feel like a fish would be a little tough <laughs> like you just put your head like right up against <laughs> you're just sitting there crying <laughs> and this fish goes over to you and just goes <laughs> you're just like oh wow <laughs> yep that's that's working i'm so me. glad i spent all that money <laughs> to get you trained to do that I feel like it would. You, how would you train a fish to do that? Yeah, I don't you know if you can they, train a fish. They lose their memory, or their short-term memory, every three seconds. Yeah. Yeah. What about a dolphin? You could definitely do a dolphin. A, a dolphin would probably on. be really good. Let's. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. First, you have to get a pet dolphin. <laughs> Easy. Oh, okay. All right. Just, as long as we know that that has to come first, <laughs> and Easy. then you get a trained. Dolphins are pretty good at being. Aren't trained. dolphins like super violent though? No. Someone told me that. Yeah, that's that's Actually, sharks. That is a. <laughs> yeah. well, hold on. That's a that's a question for Catherine because Catherine is very knowledgeable about. Yeah. Penguins do have knees. If if anyone's listening from last yeah. week, yes. The question was poet was asked <laughs> if penguins have knees, and she actually confirmed that for me that they penguins actually do. have knees. Good to know. So, anyways, done. <laughs> You mentioned things that make you happy, your dog and pizza. Yeah. So, hypothetically speaking, okay. someone in our campus ministry was like, wanting to encourage you, would all we have to do is just like bring you pizza? Um, what would, what would, what's something we can do to encourage you as a campus ministry, as people? Hmm. I think, so quality time is my top love language. Um, so just like. Maybe we go out for pizza or tacos. Tacos is actually number one in my heart of going out to eat places. But yeah, going out to eat. I just like hanging out with people. Like if we literally just go like walk. Like Boneyard is one of my favorite places. I go there really often. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a favorite taco place? El Toro. Good stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. So... Pick up some tacos. Pick, pick, up, some pick tacos. up some tacos. Go to a park. Pick up Denija. <laughs> Specifically Boneyard if you have an option to go there. Is it a Boneyard Creek or is it just called Boneyard? I think it's Boneyard Creek. Boneyard Creek. Boneyard Creek. Eat some tacos. Walk around. Yeah. Talk about. Just talk. The Avengers. The, the Greatest Showman. Yeah. yeah. Black Panther. The The Avengers Infinity War is oh, right around the corner. It, it <laughs> right. Yeah, it is. Oh, not left around the corner. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> it was right around the corner. Yeah. It's going to be... Are you are you excited for that? Yeah, it's my birthday week. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Well, that'll be... How many times are you going to see that one? I It's going to be a lot. <laughs> you just already know. I, yeah. I saw The Greatest Showman eight times, so oh, this my is going to be... Goodness. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. I mean, it was a good movie. But I, I actually... Don't kill me. 
but I haven't seen it yet. Wow. I mean, we can go. We may have to go. If it's still in theaters, we may have to go. It's still in theaters? Yeah, she, we may she have knows. To go. <laughs> I get free movies, so. Movie pass. Movie pass. Movie plug pass. In, plug in movie pass. <laughs> movie pass is excellent. Well, I think it's I think it's about time. Oh, oh, is it? It's time. Are we? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. You wanna? You wanna? It's time for the fire round. <laughs> it's all you. It's time for the fire round. I need to get my list. I'm ready. Get your list. All right, here we go. Andy, you want to kick it off? Yes. Here we go. Fire round. Begin. Spotify or Pandora? Spotify. Country music or anything else? Anything else? What? Purple or green grapes? Purple. Cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese Doritos? Nacho Cheese. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Cake or pie? Cake. Caramel or caramel? Caramel. Dine-in or delivery? Dine-in. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Iced coffee. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Sports or arts? Arts. Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. Caleb or Esther? <laughs> Esther. Oh! <laughs> Yikes. Don't, like... don't let him listen to this. <laughs> oh. Caleb, you're, you're still Andy and I's favorite. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't choose. Um, rain or sun? Rain. Spoon or fork? Spoon. Nike or Adidas? Adidas. Ooh, awesome. Very interesting answers. We didn't ask the most important question of all. That's right. Uh, Noosa or animals? Noosa. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't there another one? That was pancakes like really... or waffles? Oh, yeah. Definitely pancakes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. <laughs> Great. I just want to apologize to Caleb real quick. I know. Because it's a rough question. That's a rough question. I just, um, I spend the but most ha- time with it. It has Esther. to be asked. We, we have to like. ask the, the hard, hard questions, questions. <laughs> yeah. you know not the hardest questions right but the hard questions right that was yeah it was rough caleb when you're 15 <laughs> and you listen to this because eventually you're gonna think we're cool uh after you you know grow up just know that we're sorry <laughs> yeah. caleb's the best also you're still my favorite i haven't gotten to know esther that well you know she doesn't I have you seen her smile, smile? Yeah. It's, I mean, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't if there were ever an angel. Anything else? I'm not saying either one because I can't decide. Uh, just quick shout out to uh, our opener this week. Uh, that was uh, Joshua Lutz. Beautiful. Joshua oh, Allen. Lutz. Joshua <laughs> Allen. Find him on all social medias. All social media. He has, follow. He has a um, YouTube. He has a YouTube. He's He's got a couple... Couple good videos, couple mm-hmm. just a couple. Yeah, not all of them are, you know. Yeah, sometimes you swing, but, but they're not all hits. You know, what I mean? you know, you can tell he tries. It's a lot of effort. Yeah, but, um, and but we should reward him. For that. Shout out to him <laughs> for performing our opener this week. Yeah, one of Denaja's favorite artists, Ed mm-hmm. Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Uh, wow, what a guy! What a guy! But what a guy, Joshua is. Yeah, true. Written and performed by Joshua Allen Lutz. Not, mm, mm. <laughs> not written. Definitely oh, performed. Not, no. Not, no, 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 no. Performed oh, what, for sure. That's what Ed yeah. did. Well, yeah. okay. What what a journey we had tonight. Yes. <laughs> we'll see we you next see week. You next- <laughs>
when we interview stronger than anyone I know Mr. or Mrs. I hope someday I'll share her home and I found a love to carry more than just my secrets to carry love to carry children of our home we were still kids but we're so We're going back We're in. We're doing this. I'm fine with that. Ow. <laughs> this is this is this, this is the stuff. I'm sorry, it's really late. I didn't. Okay. I'm glad you brought it up because I didn't think this about is the yeah. stuff when you come to when you, when you come <laughs> when you the come in. You, that's the first thing that you should have said. As the we, intro, we, we should we would have been be like, like our guest. Today, our guest is Denija, and you. She has like, met, I met Chance the rapper. <laughs> Wait, okay, you guys really don't know that I used to work for the Chicago Tribune. In high school? No. You worked for the Chicago I, Tribune? We, yeah, I used to meet we, celebrities all the time. Oh what? my gosh. Like, who else? Oh, I've met all types of people. I just, I don't know. Who? I've met Chris Hemsworth. I've met Demi Lovato. Oh, what? <laughs>